You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 58. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset tools and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. You probably have heard a lot about feminine energy by now, at least if you listened to some of the earlier episodes in this podcast. But did you know that there are two different versions of feminine energy and that it makes a huge difference which one you are operating from in terms of what kind of man you naturally attract? If you didn't know this, then this episode is going to give you all the answers. Because in this episode, I will explain the difference between the wounded and the empowered feminine energy. And I will walk you through seven different ways you can see if you are acting from a wounded or an empowered feminine energy. I'll give you examples of what it could look like in dating being in respectively one or the other. And I'll tell you why it matters. What are the consequences of acting from a wounded versus an empowered energy? But what is really the difference between wounded and empowered feminine energy? Wounded feminine energy is basically the negatively conditioned version of feminine energy. It's when we react from feeling small, inferior, victimized, dependent, needy and disempowered as an automatic reaction. So you can imagine when we have negative experiences in our baggage and we haven't yet taken a look at all this. We haven't healed from the past and we haven't seen our own power and capacity. Then we act from a subconscious belief that we depend on other people to validate our existence and feelings and that we can't do without it. When someone who's mainly operating from a wounded feminine energy starts working on herself, she can go through a mind-blowing transformation. She literally becomes a new woman, or in other words, she becomes a more evolved version of herself. And this new version, not only is she able to interact with other people and including men in a much more constructive way, she also feels better about herself, her life and her possibilities in life. I would say it's almost like going through an awakening, a mental, emotional and awareness awakening. She becomes the best version of herself. Now, does that mean she never falls back into wounded energy? Of course not, she's still human, but she will know how to catch herself in doing that and gently put herself back on the right track again. And if she's single and looking for a relationship, she will, by stepping into empowered feminine energy, become the partner to herself that she wants to attract. She will become an energetic match to the ideal partner. So I'm going to walk you through some of the characteristic differences between the wounded and empowered feminine energy. And I just want to say before I do that, do not beat yourself up if you recognize yourself in the wounded energy. It's very normal to be in this energy on different levels and from time to time. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. And it doesn't mean you're not able to be in an empowered energy. 
it's just a little heads up that you are not showing up as your best and most empowered self. And in a way, that is good news, right? Because it means that you can get to a better place just by working on yourself. The first sign of wounded feminine energy is if you lack self-worth and you have a tendency to seek external validation to feel good enough. When you are dating someone you really like, you tend to believe, and maybe it's on a subconscious level, but you tend to believe that you are the lucky one. You are somehow more lucky than him. You could be almost waiting for him to discover that you are not at his level, that he is superior to you, or he has more value than you. You're also willing to compromise and adapt. You feel insecure in setting boundaries, and you are not convinced that your opinion matters as much as his. You can also listen to episode 51 on how to grow your self-worth in dating if you want to know more about this. But in general, if you lack a healthy sense of self-worth, you need regular validation from someone outside yourself to feel okay. You could say that you are kind of a validation junkie, and I say that with love, of course, but it's a good expression because it shows the nature of the external validation. It's something that will give you a kick and relieve your discomfort of not feeling good enough in the moment. But the effect quickly wears off, and you start to crave another kick. And you have a strong inner critic who keeps putting you down and making you doubt your worth and if you are lovable to others. So even if someone validates you, shortly after, the inner critic will make you doubt the validity of what was just said. Can you really believe it? Isn't he just saying that because he wants something from you? Or because he doesn't want to upset you. Thoughts like this run through your brain and make you anxious and needing reassurance again. The person who is operating from an empowered feminine energy, on the contrary, she has a strong sense of self-worth and she is able to validate and reassure herself. When you are empowered, you know your value, you know your worth, you don't need anyone from the outside to tell you that you are good enough. If, for instance, you don't hear from a man that you are dating for a couple of days, you don't make it mean anything about your worth or lovability. You know that you both are worthy and you don't see yourself as superior, but you fully believe that your opinion matters as much as his and you're not afraid of saying no to things you don't feel aligned with. So why does this matter? Because of the potential self-sabotage. You risk pushing people away by being needy and craving constant validation. And a man will eventually feel like he just can't make you happy. And also, if you don't value yourself highly enough, you will attract men who also don't value you. You teach the world how to treat you by showing them how you treat yourself. If you don't treat yourself with love and respect, you could attract a man who agrees with that approach who also doesn't treat you with love and respect. So you want to work on your sense of self-worth to change who you allow into your life. The second sign that you might be operating from a wounded feminine energy is that you are in a perfectionist mindset. Now, what does that even mean? It means that you believe you have to strive to be perfect so that everyone will like you. That there is such a thing as being perfect. And you are very self-critical and often you can find something to criticize about yourself when no one else notices it. You believe that it's possible to show up as a woman that practically everyone will like and that this is the goal. 
This could mean that you think you're supposed to look a certain way when you're on a date, or you have to present yourself in a certain way, and that you want to impress him whenever it's possible. Your focus is on achieving perfection more than it is just being relaxed and present with him. And you are showing a version of yourself who's trying really hard to make him like you. If you do or say something that doesn't really land well with him, let's say you say a joke and he doesn't get it, then you might have a tendency to beat yourself up and replay the scene again and again in your head, instead of just laughing about it and move on. If you are in an empowered feminine energy, on the other hand, you cultivate self-love and embrace your imperfections. You know that it's the little quirks and flaws that make you unique, and even if you don't like all of it, you have your own back and you treat yourself with respect. You know that there's no such thing as perfection and that we are all learning and growing throughout life. So you don't even want to try to be perfect. Your focus is to be as authentic as possible. To be in the present moment and trust that being your authentic self, that is what will help you attract the right person into your life. You might even want to show him some of your quirks and imperfections to make sure that he doesn't run away and that he has the same approach to being a perfectly imperfect human. So why it matters is, of course, you need to be authentic to attract the right man and to make space for yourself in the relationship. It's almost like buying a dress that is two sizes too small if you show up in a perfectionist mindset and then knowing you will have to wear this dress for the whole time in your relationship. You want to show up in a comfortable outfit that you know you can wear for years. Of course, you want to show the best version of your authentic self, but be true to who you are. Don't rob him from the experience of seeing the real you, because you are amazing as you are. The third sign that you could be in a wounded feminine energy, and I already mentioned a little bit about this, is that you don't feel comfortable setting boundaries. This is a big one for many of you. Regardless of educational background or your career and your age and so on, if you struggle with setting boundaries, you are not alone. And here's the funny thing. You can be the coolest boundary bitch. I made up that word for this episode. I hope you like it. You can be that in your business or career and then feel completely blocked when you have to set a boundary in dating. And not setting boundaries is not only a question of the discomfort of having a boundary violated when you don't say no, it is also a question of the long-term consequences of that. Because what happens when we don't trust ourselves to set boundaries is that we become more closed off. We struggle with letting anyone close to us out of fear that they're going to create a situation where we need to set a boundary. The only way to never ever have to set those boundaries is to keep people at a distance. So this could be a sneaky way your brain tricks you into not allowing anyone to get really close to you. And you might be doing this without even being aware of it. Maybe you were taught early on that your boundaries don't matter. Nobody will respect them. Or you were taught that it's a bad thing to say no. You are not being a nice girl if you do that. Other people's needs and desires matter more than yours. And if you recognize any of this, it makes totally sense that you find it difficult to set a boundary now. You have to unlearn all of that before it becomes second nature. On the other hand, if you are in an empowered feminine energy, 
you will find it natural to set boundaries. You don't even think of it as something that limits other people. It's something that you do for your own energy, to keep yourself in a healthy space. You can feel your boundaries and you feel safe to communicate them. And if someone reacts with disappointment or disagreement, you still will stick to your boundary and you won't make it mean that there's something wrong with your boundary or with you. It's just a lack of alignment. So why does this matter? It should be obvious that it matters for yourself, that you show yourself that you have a right to create conditions that feel okay for you and to say no when you are not okay with something. But it also matters in who you attract, because when you don't set boundaries, you will attract someone who walks all over your boundaries. Also, you show a man that you respect yourself when you set a boundary. This is something that most women don't realize, but you actually uplevel your value with a man when you set a boundary. Most men don't want a woman who says yes to everything. They want to feel special when you say yes to them. So be sure to set your boundaries in a confident and calm way and see how it makes you more attractive to the right man. So the fourth sign that you could be in a wounded feminine energy is that you don't react well in situations where you feel vulnerable. You push away your feelings, you try to repress vulnerability, or you could turn to sarcasm or even anger and unintentionally push people away. Instead of admitting to yourself that you have these feelings and it makes you vulnerable, you might tell yourself that you are above that. And it doesn't mean that you should show your vulnerability every time, but just acknowledging it to yourself is an important step. For instance, if you've been dating a guy for a while and he then tells you that he isn't feeling it anymore, then you might quickly jump to thinking, oh, he isn't worth it, I was never really that much into him, I'm gonna move on quickly, I'm above feeling sad because of him. But inside, you might still be hurting, but you don't allow yourself to feel that. And in that sense, you are not emotionally available to yourself. You are not being the partner to yourself that you want from a man. Because if you were that, and that means you are in the empowered energy, then you would sit with this feeling, acknowledging that you feel hurt, you feel vulnerable, even if you might realize that it wasn't a good match. You still feel sad and you allow yourself to have that feeling and process it. To soothe yourself and remind yourself that it has nothing to do with you and that you are amazing as you are, you just have to continue showing up for your dream. In this example, you don't have to show him that you are vulnerable, but there could be other examples where it's very useful to let him know. If he says something that hurts you, you don't want to just respond in a negative, sarcastic way. Instead, you want to tell him, that makes me feel sad, or that actually hurts, and then tell him why. What are you making it mean? Owning your vulnerability means knowing that all your feelings are valid and you can share them, but also that they're all created by your perception of a situation. And you might want to give him a chance to tell you why he meant it differently, if that is the case. Empowered feminine energy knows that vulnerability is power, high-value vulnerability, owning your emotions, knowing when to share and how, but never push back with sarcasm or making him wrong. So why does it matter? It's actually very simple. You cannot create a deep emotional connection without vulnerability. It just doesn't exist. 
What you get instead is an intellectual connection. You connect with your brains, not your heart. This could keep you in the friend zone with a man, or this zone of women that he really likes and where he doesn't really know why, he can't explain why, but somehow he's just not feeling it. And that can be very true. We cannot feel another human being if they never ever show the slightest sign of vulnerability. So the fifth sign that you might be operating from wounded feminine energy is if you tend to see yourself as a victim of circumstances or a victim of your emotions. If you're operating from a wounded feminine energy, you could be stuck in longing for someone for a very long time, even if this person doesn't show you any interest. But because you tell yourself that this is how you feel and you can't change your feelings, you are a victim of your feelings. Or it could be that you feel sorry for yourself because everyone else in your friend circle are married or in a long-term relationship and you lean into the belief that it's all about luck and you were just not lucky in love. And also being single just sucks. Then you feel like a victim to your circumstances. Or it could be in the situation where you tell yourself that where you live, in your city, is really hard to be single. There are no good men here. Basically, you believe that something outside yourself has to change before you can feel better and that you have no power. On the other hand, if you are in an empowered feminine energy, you know that you always have a choice. You are not a victim. You have the power to change your life. It's always very interesting to see how two persons can react very differently to the same circumstance. For instance, if you have ever been at a workplace where a lot of people were let go at the same time, due to some cutdowns, for instance, here you will see how some people react as if their life is over, like this has ruined their life and they have nowhere to go, whereas others will see it as an opportunity to get moving and try something new that could be just as interesting. And this is exactly the difference I'm talking about. It's the general approach to life. You can fall down and hurt yourself, but you don't stay down there forever. You get up, you brush yourself off, and you continue towards your dreams. You don't repeat to yourself all the things that are not possible, all the reasons you cannot do this or that, and why everything is so hard and difficult. You approach things with much more empowering questions to yourself, like, how can I make this happen? How do I want to show up in my life? How can I support myself? How can I figure this out? So why does it matter? It should be obvious that it's not a good position to be in itself, regardless of your relationship status. You don't want to depend on other people to save you out of your victimhood. And some say that victims tend to attract villains. So if you see yourself as powerless, you will attract someone who takes the power over you. That could be true in the sense that it fits your belief system, it feels familiar and it confirms that you don't have a choice and that other people are deciding for you. Another reason why it's important is that you also could be attracting someone who has the same negative and powerless approach to life and with who you will stay stuck in that belief. But also, they will at some point start to feel that you are in power of their life. For instance, if you feel that your ex ruined your life when he asked for divorce, and then you go on a date with a man who feels the same about his ex, 
and then you bond over agreeing that your exes were really bad and they ruined your lives. And this can in the beginning feel very comforting. You connect with this man and he gets you. Until one day it's all of a sudden you who is the villain because he tends to see himself as a victim. So this pattern of not taking responsibility ourselves but always looking for the guilty person outside ourselves that is a black and white and not very useful approach. And the moment we step into the empowered energy and stop feeling sorry for ourselves, we also attract people who have a more nuanced view on their situation and who can see their own part of the responsibility. So that's why it matters, but I personally would say the most important reason is for yourself. It doesn't feel very inspiring to be a victim, and you are so much better than that. The sixth sign that you are in a wounded feminine energy is that you compare yourself to other women. You see them as more pretty, more attractive, and more successful than you. You feel that you are not at their level, that you will not be able to achieve what they have achieved, whether it's in their love life or their career, and you have a lot of negative self-talk about what you are lacking and why you will never be as amazing as them. You tell yourself that you are not smart enough, pretty enough, skinny enough, young enough, and so on. And therefore you won't have the same opportunities in love as they have. You will have to settle or compromise. You are in a different class than them, so to speak, and you will have to take the leftovers. When you are in an empowered feminine energy, you can admire another woman without feeling bad about yourself. You can admire how she looks and dresses and carries herself, and you can feel inspired by that, without making it mean that you lack something or that you won't have the same opportunities in dating. The empowered feminine energy is abundant, and it doesn't use comparison in a negative way. If it compares, it's in an inspired way. If she can do that, then I can too. And when you are in an empowered energy, you also know that looks only matters for the first impressions, and the main part of the way you look is coming from how you feel, is what you radiate to the world more than it's the color of your hair. One way to see that this is true is if you think of an actress or an actor. The same person can in one role be very attractive and in another he or she can be completely disgusting. And it's the same person. It's just that they have shifted their energy. Being a confident woman who enjoys life and feels good about herself is so much more attractive than being a supermodel who is tense and anxious about not being good enough. There will most likely always be someone who is younger than you, skinnier than you, and according to some people, prettier than you. But there is no one who is as good at being you as you are. You are the only one who knows how to do that. Someone once said that in life it's not about having the best cards on the hand. It's about playing the ones you got in the best possible way. And there's another saying that I really like. You might not be everyone's cup of tea, but you are for sure someone's champagne. So why does it matter? It's of course all about confidence and feeling good about who you are. This will allow you to stay true to yourself and attract the person who's right for you. Don't try to be someone else. Don't tell yourself that someone younger or prettier has more value than you. You have your unique traits, and to the right man, 
you are the most beautiful woman on this planet. And you want to believe that to be able to attract him. So we're getting to the seventh and last sign that you might be operating from a wounded feminine energy. And that is if you don't believe you're capable of creating your own happiness without a partner. This is if you believe that your life isn't complete before you meet your ideal partner. You attach your happiness to this person and you feel that you can't really start living and enjoying life before you meet him. You can have dreams and goals, but you put them all on hold because you want to do this with your future partner. So you don't enjoy life. It's like you are not really in the present moment. You are more living in a future projection. And maybe you even think your life is worth less when you're single and you want someone to help you out of that situation. You need a partner to be able to finally live your best life. Now, if you are in an empowered feminine energy on the other side, you know that you can be happy without a partner, even if you do actually want one. You have a life in which you have many sources of joy and you don't rely on your future partner to make your life fulfilling. You already have a rich and interesting life. You have friends, passions, a career, and maybe you do some kind of sports as well. You take care of your mental and physical health and you make sure to enjoy and appreciate life as it is right now, while at the same time you're looking for your ideal partner. So why does this matter? When you are in a joyful and abundant state with your current life, you are not willing to settle with someone who isn't right for you. You don't compromise yourself. You don't accept crumbs from a man. You don't go out with someone just because you have nothing else to do on a Friday night. And you don't tell yourself that it's better to be with someone who might only be 60% of what you're looking for than to be alone. So you will in the end find a partner that matches you better because you can wait until the right person is there. But also, being a woman who enjoys life and knows how to live her best life, that is actually very attractive for a man who is also in an empowered energy. So there's a higher chance that you will attract your right match. Funny enough, when you don't really need him and you know how to have fun in your own life, that's when he comes. It's almost like they can smell that from a distance. So this was what I had for you today and I know it was a lot, but I hope it resonated with you and that you found it helpful. If you now realize that you tend to be in the wounded feminine energy and you want to shift and feel more empowered, but you're not sure where to start and how to do this, I can help you. And if you want to know more about this, I invite you to book a free consult call with me so I can tell you about the different options you have of working with me as your coach. Just go to the link in the show notes or in the bio on my Instagram at Lerke the Love Coach, L-A-E-R-K-E the Love Coach, and then book the call and I'll see you very soon. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I wish you a beautiful week and a happy dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you also help other women find it. 